Come on, man. It's go time. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna go. just riff, riff. it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Just running with that milk, Patrick. Yeah, running with the milk. Remember Run, that song? Yeah, running with the milk. That's fun. <laughs> That's a good phrase that we all know. <laughs> uh, how are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. Fantastic, yeah, dude. As you know, Arr! you would be able to infer from the running with the milk. Yeah, I uh, got to tell you this. This is a weird thing. I went to the coffee shop up the street. Now, what's it called? Running with the milk and pull? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. uh, I was up there and uh, I went in and they're like, what can I get you? And I was ordering my my coffee and I was like, oh, can I get a nice coffee with a shot? And right as I said it, another person working there goes, Patrick, because another guy there named oh. Patrick and it fucking wrecked me. <laughs> like, what would you get in there? Uh, a little whiskey? Uh no, I just got a shot of uh, espresso. Oh, but anyways, just the fact that there was another Patrick in the place, I just like my brain froze, and then I couldn't finish ordering for a second. I had to like stop down and come back. You know? Yeah, man. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic. You got some coffee in you, yeah, I think. Some hot coffee. Coffee running with the milk. Running with the milk. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to knock that off. We can't. Uh, t- t-shirts. Let's sell t-shirts. Yeah, running the milk. Uh, what have you been up to, buddy? Any old stuff? Oh, I'm always up to old shit. Then let's lay yeah. it out there. Let me know. Oh man, you know what I found out? What? Tell me, goddamn. Remember the D.A.R.E. program? Yeah, D.A.R.E. to keep kids off drugs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, are you talking about D.A.R.E. to be stupid? The uh, Weird Al program. I was watching uh, some uh, hindsight, uh, retroactive uh, Times, New York Times music video thing. Okay. Not a music video. There was music in it. I don't, I still don't, I don't think any of that was a real thing. But uh, apparently kids that went through the D.A.R.E. program were like 65% more likely to uh, do drugs when they were teenagers. Really? Than uh, alternative programs. Hmm. That's why they got rid of it. I'd say they're 40% likely to wear one of those ironic Dare t-shirts. And then Sessions wanted to bring it back. Jeff? Yeah. That piece of shit. That little Keebler. Did you see that uh, they made uh, Capital Punishment national again? What? Like the government can kill people again? You know about this? When have they ever stopped? Well, it went to the States, but now everybody can do it. It's fun. It's exciting. We live in hell. Oh, what uh, else? What else? Oh, yeah. It, oh, well, let me tell you. One more. I've quickly found out I can't watch like... Anything about Mr. Rogers without crying? Oh, yeah. For some reason now? You know what I watched the other day? Wait, did you see the trailer for the new movie? The yeah, film? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I watched was... And a, and go a, ahead, sorry. And a little Nightline interview with him. Oh, okay. When he was getting ready to shut down shop. Oh, yeah. He... Uh, do you mean when he died? No, no. Uh, when, <laughs> when he ended the show? Yeah, his, uh, on TV. I watched... What did I watch? Um, A clip of... Uh, when Robert F. Kennedy died, mm-hmm. apparently Mr. Rogers used to have like there a sidekick. There was like three clips when he died, right? <laughs> yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, it's three clips, two names. Sirhan. Wait, one name. Uh, twice. So nice they named him twice. Uh, when, when he passed away, apparently Mr. Rogers used to have a sidekick, a lady. I can't think of her name. Uh, but there was like this great clip from then of Daniel the Tiger or whatever and her and they're discussing like assassination. And it's like a fucking... Yeah. So dark, but also so good. And you're like, what the hell is happening? This is 1968. I just didn't watch because it wasn't cool. Yeah. You know? Nobody taught me how to deal with any of these assassinations. Yeah, exactly. You know? I, I watched Transformers because they were cool. And now yeah. I'm 
I don't know how to handle wouldn't my that, emotions. Wouldn't that be great? Optimus Prime teaching us how to deal with the like a uh, yeah. desert storm. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I've been up to, buddy. Uh, God damn, uh, this motherfucker. I uh, I kind of uh, left into it last week. The fucking Arrowverse, dude. These things are great. These shows: Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. You you fuck with any of these? Uh uh-uh. uh You gotta see them, man. Don't watch them all. There's so much. There's like fucking 300 episodes if you try to jump in at this point. But what I did is every year they do a, like a crossover event. Yeah. And they've done like Elseworlds and they did like... Cry- an, uh, they get an and one tournament? Yeah. They all play basketball. The professor's there. You know, he's crossover canon. Crossover yeah. Uh, but they... It's it's really good. And I... So all I've been doing is like hunting and pecking episodes. And kind of like the same thing I do with like any of these yeah. Justice League cartoons. Like hunting that's, and pecking episodes. That's fun to do with the Borg. What do you mean? Star oh, Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a little Borg day. I don't like the Borg. You know that. Uh... <laughs> But it's so good. And then uh, every every season, all the shows have like their crossover bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so you get to watch them all. There was a, there, there's a weird Nazi planet. There's Nazi Earth. Oh, I did not see that one. You got it, buddy. It's good. Uh, there's Elseworlds they do. And then this year, they're doing uh, Crisis on Infinity Earth. And I think it's going to, I think they're going to kill Arrow. Because Arrow's over. It's the last season. And it's a shortened season. And I think they're going to kill him. I think he's, he's out. Also, everybody's good. All the actors are good. And it's fun. And it's corny. In just the right amount and everything. I don't know. You got to get into it. At least go watch like the crossover events. Okay. That's the Arrowverse. All right. The Arrowverse. We're, we're kind of like the Arrowverse. We're like the brain machine. Do you see that life went to Just for Laughs? Uh-uh. Yeah. You're doing his podcast. They did a oh, live that's one. awesome. Yeah. He was up there handing out business cards for Brain Machine Comedy Network up at Just for Laughs. You know, I'm kind of disappointed that that Brian Adams song didn't have an Arrowverse. <laughs> The one from Robin Hood? Yeah. Okay. You know? All right. Really dive into the character. Sure. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with our guest. All right. Hey, NFers. We don't have a sponsor on the podcast this week. Today's episode is brought to you by Nobody. Nobody. We're just giving away a free t-shirt. Uh-huh. Our t-shirts. Oh, they're so good. They are. Right? Cotton. Cotton. 100%. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, Probably. Maybe. Maybe. I like a nice polyester blanket. I do too. I actually Maybe really a like seventy thirty. Yeah, that is the best because you can sweat in it. It's comfy. Uh huh. Yeah. And but, the air evaporates. But I think ours are hundred percent. You know, because we're you know we ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so what we did was uh, we put this on Twitter. We said, "Hey, we're giving out a free shirt uh, to be eligible." Reply uh, with, uh, "Who's your favorite guest? What was your favorite fun size?" Mm-hmm. And finish this sentence. If you're not in an effort, you're a blank. Uh, okay, so we got, I think, uh, maybe five or six responses. Let's see. First up, of course, it was uh, Kazi, Dave Warmier. He said uh, his favorite guest was a tie between John Bellantini, Tom Takar, and Tommy Mack. Mm. His favorite fun size was... He really stands by his bands. Oh, write that down. Right? Uh, get up on that mic, too, buddy. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to be a guest. Uh, number two, his favorite fun size was... Mousetrap. And his answer was correct. He said the mf Ooh, uh-huh. that's cool because... We would have never had a mouse size fun trap. <laughs> a mouse size fun trap? I'm leaving that in. Uh, then also, okay, let's see here. Brian, uh, God, I got to remember how to say it. Arginello. Uh-huh. He said his favorite guest was Hannah Boone. His favorite fun size was TMNT. Uh, and he got the, if you're not an MFR, you're an MFR. Oh, right? man, we uh, had him off the bat. Those That's are, right. Those are uh, Early. all in the first four. Yeah. And we dropped four. Wouldn't it be great if, they, if he he's only listened to those ones, but he still pretends <laughs> to be such a big MFR? Uh, and then Vin, who, do you know Vin? 
Uh-uh. Me neither. Just but from the tweets. Me too. But uh, he said that he doesn't like the guest episodes. That's I think it's... And he's like, just being honest, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Because that's how I am with so many podcasts. I used to say with the Sklar Brothers, I liked the Sklar Brothers podcast. I didn't like Sklar Brothers. I like that because I'm the executive producer of the Fun Sizes and you're the yeah. EP of... So uh, it feels like it's a point in your direction? Yeah, totally. Uh, he said his favorite uh, FODSA, he loves all of the Fun Sizes. Uh, but especially the serial episode, which is funny because I like that episode, but I wouldn't have picked that as and one of our And it wasn't even serial. It was a one-off. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Bryce Rushmeyer, he said his favorite is the Shaq Katzner, Ben Katzner. Uh-huh. He said his favorite fun size love was- Shaq. He said his favorite- uh, Ooh, love Shaq. He said his favorite fun size was the March Madness Snack It, which was a great one. Yeah. Uh, we got to do another tourney. We do. Uh, and he had the MFR right. Uh, and then uh, Ed Welty said uh, his favorite guest was Selena Kopic. His favorite fun size was Cheers, and he got the MF right. So we're going to put all their names. All of those uh, are going to go into a randomizer here. Imagine how much he would have loved the Selena episode if we didn't forget to God. ask her about Kevin her Conroy, cousin. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we're putting them all in here right now. We have all five. What is it? Five, six names. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we're going like to pick how it's called the random thing picker. Yeah, we're on random thing picker. Thanks to Andrew slash experiments. Uh, so we have all the names in here. I'm going to click pick one and then Reem, you can read the re- the answer when it clicks. Ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Bryce. Uh, Bryce. Bryce Rushmeyer. You're the winner. Yeah, so yeah. Bryce, send us an email at uh, the nostalgic front at gmail.com. And we will uh, send you a shirt of your whichever one you want. Hell yes. And wear it with pride. Uh-huh. God damn, well, that was fun. You want to get back to the show? Let's. Okay. And we're back. Ooh. Ooh what, what a, a good, good commercial. commercial. Not a commercial. That was an announcement. Oh. That was an announcement, buddy. You were there. Commercials are announcements. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of announcements, we have a fantastic guest on the show today. Nice segue. Thank you. Uh, now, God damn it. Now, you guys know him from, uh, you've heard him on the illustrious series XM. Uh, you know him from the Boston Comedy Festival. And I'm going to say it, one of the top 10 Twitter uh, tweeters I follow on the internet. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go crazy for our friend, Andrew Dursa. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for doing the show, buddy. This is tight to be here. Tight yeah. to be here. Oh, oh yeah. It is. Tight yeah. to have you. Yeah, I don't even mind that the air conditioning is off. No. It's very nice. I know, f- that's, I know you have to do that for every podcast. I just exposed how many yeah. of these I'm not on. It's You know what? <laughs> you don't even hear it. It's part of the podcast code. Right. The room's yeah. got to be uncomfortable. There's got to be one fly yeah. floating around. Yeah. And it's, you never mention it on air. No, it's against yeah. the rules. We're, we're editing all this part out. Fantastic. How are you, dude? I'm good, man. It's nice. I, I got my coffee. Yeah. I'm listening to you guys talk about stuff. Oh, you guys have a great dynamic bouncing off each other. Did Thank you know you. who was it that tweeted at us? Somebody tweeted at us that they don't listen to the guest episodes. They only listen to the fun size episodes. Yeah. Uh. That's exciting. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I, I get to talk shit about talk them all I I'd, want then. I'd be the yeah. other way, you yeah. know? I think these I think the get, the fun size ones are the dog shit episodes. No way. I think these are the money makers. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh what okay, so Andrew You guys me... are kind of talking about me around me like do I need to be here? <laughs> yeah. I I kind of feel like grandpa at the dinner table like what are we going to do with oh, it? Oh, yeah, grandpa at the dinner table. That sounds great. Uh <laughs> depends okay. on what the sides are, you know? Oh yeah. To like, serve, man. Uh Oh, sure. I I've been watching a lot of Veronica Mars, and they do a lot of weird Simpsons references where they'll do like full quotes from The Simpsons that like you kind of have to know deep Simpsons stuff to get. It's really yeah. weird. Veronica Mars just came back, right? I haven't seen it yet. I'm in the third season. There was, uh, which yeah. is from 2006. Well, I thought like that. It's like I didn't 
like in my mind, that's a show that was on 15 years ago. Yeah, it was. When I woke up one day and I saw there's a new season of mm-hmm. Veronica Mars. For doing with everything, man. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, isn't like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar writing for it? I'm, I'm, Wait a minute. I sound crazy. I swear the to God. The former Miami Dolphins running back? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? From like 1997 to oh, 2001. sure. Yeah, okay. I'm, there's yeah. another Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait a minute. He was... He was kind of a new Al Cinder. Okay. I cannot believe that he's writing. Yeah, I swear to God, he wrote... It's like a weird thing, like Anthony Bourdain wrote for that one well, season of Treme. Didn't Kareem, oh, yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Didn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar co-write Airplane? <laughs> I mean, he's in Airplane. Or he co-float it, one or the other. <laughs> oh, Either Jesus. co-wrote it or co- Or co-float it? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? This is the worst. No, what? I get it. Why that dude don't listen to the guest episodes now? After just the beginning of this one, uh, I'm I'm Google searching uh, Veronica Mars, Kareem Abdul Jabber. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I swear to God, um, this is a real news story. Like he, they, I think he was probably just like buds or something with somebody that works on it. Your eyes just widen. Yeah, so you're reading about this. Vanity Fair uh, sponsor of the show. Uh, yes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is really writing for the Veronica Mars reboot. <laughs> you know why? It's like the the headline is written like somebody would be Google searching it. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Well, they hired him because of his social media presence. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is really known for his post game. Yeah, and a skyhook as well, right? Isn't that him? Uh-huh. Uh, God damn. Okay, hey. So other than your weird uh, Abdul-Jabbar fandom, where were you from? Where'd you grow up? Tell us about I'm yourself. I'm from suburban Massachusetts. I grew up in a town called Sharon. Sharon? Yeah. Like S-H-A-R-O-N? Yes. That's awesome. Lady named town. Sounds like a communist town. It, uh, it sounds like a fake town, yeah. Yeah, it's just, Sharon. It's. I mean, it's like, it kind of just mirrors the vibe of the name where it's just like, I don't know, the name of the town is like a nice lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an innocuous nice lady of a town. I guess. There's not a lot of like local culture. Like Rick no. Perry would write a song about your town. Sure. Rick Perry? The governor? Oh, Steve. Steve Perry. Perry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Wasn't Rick Perry in Sticks, though, for a while? Like a little bit in the early 90s? Maybe. Back when Jabbar was on the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, okay, so you grew up in Sharon. How far is that? Is that far close to Boston or any of the big cities? It's pretty close to Boston. I was fortunate enough to... Uh, I grew up right next to commuter rail. That okay. Was, like a train that would take me into Boston. Not the subway. A little yeah. more expensive, but I would... Uh, I spent like a lot of time in Boston. As okay, a teen. and when I wasn't in Boston, I was being kind of a shut in in my hometown. Yeah, just like playing video games. Or the and teen, stuff. what were the teen things you were doing in Boston? Uh, I don't know, just like seeing shows and movies and stuff. This started around high school. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. You got brothers and sisters. Uh, I got one sister, older, little, uh, a little older than me, four years older. Four than years me. older. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get anything from her? She like give you cool stuff, pass down cool pop culture. Or no? uh, kind of. She was moment. Uh, I I hope she. <laughs> I don't mean to say this in like a jit talking way. She was into cool stuff. I think for three years, and then she was kind of just like, oh, I'm Out. too busy, and I have an actual. I'm gonna get oh. an actual job now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but I remember like, uh, well, not get an actual job, but do actual like important pursuits. Sure. Like she's like a I get that. fucking doctor now. She's starting to be yeah. a doctor. I've been into cool she... stuff my whole life. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, like when sometimes people like if I when I go talk to my friends from high school and none of them yeah. know anything about pop culture anymore, and I'm like, like, what the fuck? And they're like, Patrick, yeah. do you know what's cool? Equity. Yeah, like, yeah, no. yeah. Never, or, never heard of them. Or Are they, they do like they quote The Office, and I'm like, come on, buddy, we're moving right. on. Well, it's like wow, because like for, like for three years, my sister was like obsessed with like Nirvana, and she mm-hmm. liked like the Velvet Underground stuff like that, and then right after that, just like. Flipped it off. I'm, I the music I listen to is Taylor Swift. Now, oh, sure, and yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know how that happened. More like Taylor Made. You know, yeah. it's, it's just given to you. You know what though? I could see. Not that that's who I am, but I could see the safety in that. Sometimes I think yeah. about that. Like people I work with. Well, I don't even think of it as safety. I think the safe thing is just be like uh, kind of just be a. Uh, 
approaching your 30s burnout, attempting a comedy career in New York. Where yeah. It's like she's the one who's like studying to be a fucking doctor. Like yeah. that's difficult. But I guess I mean like when it comes to taste, like if I could, if I just turned on the television and watched all the shows that like were being, like if I watch NCIS every week and Big Bang Theory and I only listen to Taylor Swift and Imagine Dragons, I feel like that's a very easy life. Well, they you got, know? they yeah. got all the science behind it. Right. What do you mean? Like all those songs are scientifically made like with a formula. Oh. And those TV shows are made with a formula, you know? No. Like, all their jokes are constructed a certain way with, oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. life factor and, like, how quickly they have to do and the cadence. And then, like, a lot of pop songs. Oh, that has a certain the style of a pop yeah, song yeah, writing? Like, yeah. you have to have a hook within certain this certain amount of time. Hmm. It's got to be under oh. this amount of time long. <sighs> well, God damn it. Yeah. I never didn't know it was science. Uh, what, yeah. It is. Well, I, I mean, this is like going back a bit, but I, I feel like I'm settling into kind of an easier lifestyle with the stuff I like. I, like, I'm not old, but as I grow mm-hmm. older, the thing is, like, I was, I think I was more adventurous with my tastes, like my like late teens, early twenties, and now I'm just settling into what's comfortable for me, yeah. which is yeah. not necessarily what's com- com- what comfortable for everyone else. Like, yeah. I'm not listening to, like Katy Perry and stuff, but like. I so many of my nights now are I'm just watching old bad TV sketches sure. on my phone before I fall asleep. Yeah. I that's what the, I watched when I was 15. Yeah, I definitely yeah. do that with, and especially with music. Like for years, I always make a end of the year list, and that for of like my favorite albums of the year. And there was like a good six years where it was just every other year was the same bands putting out their new album. Yeah, because I just stopped paying attention to new music. You know? Oh, it's so hard to pay yeah. attention to new well, music. Well, then, well, then, luckily, Spotify came out and they do they build those and playlists now it's the for complete you. Other other side. Of yeah, it. where I have a like, million new bands I like. I don't and even know what to listen to. Yeah, exactly. And then it's, you find something that you like listening to. Then you, so then you don't listen to anything else. It's weird <laughs> you know? because music is literally becoming, or to me at least, for Spotify. Like a chore. It's becoming like Netflix, where like you know the joke of Netflix is you just constantly scroll to find something to watch. Yes, I'll do that with music, where I'm like, oh, there's all these new albums I want to listen to, and then because of that, I'll end up listening to the Third Eye Blind album I like because <laughs> I can. Yeah, you know. no, this week was just Rage Against the Machine. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's why I was listening to a lot. That's what I'm finding myself like. Before I was really a music fan, I kind of just listened to like a lot of like trash metal that was on the soundtrack of like WWE video For games sure. I had yeah, for the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, guess what? I'm listening to a bunch of now again. Yeah. Like yeah. soil. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's saliva. Saliva. Yeah, like yeah, like Limp Bizkit. Honestly, yeah. Limp uh-huh. Bizkit. God, I saw a shirt. I I. My friends like shared in a group chat recently a picture of like Fred Durst wearing a Morrissey shirt, like oh, a shirt God. from the Smiths, and I just it made me sad because I'm like, man, we all did oh. this to him. We couldn't just let him be also, a dumb guy. No, I, I fucking hate how Limp Biscuits just on this short list of like shitty band that uh, somehow everybody likes and loves. They're fun. Like, yeah, it's like fuck off. Yeah, I don't. They couldn't I, be that bad if they had that many radio hits. I feel right. like maybe I'm too close to it. But I uh, I don't think they're good, and I don't I think they hold up only nostalgically. Whereas I think there's other bands of that era, like I think Linkin Park. I think Linkin Park was actually trying to do something no, musically. Shut up while I'm talking to you. <laughs> Even though I didn't love it, but I think Linkin Park was actually trying to push the the music forward and do things that were. I don't think Lynn Biscuit was doing that at all. I think Linkin Park, in their own like twisted thirteen year old way, was trying to be intellectual, and that's yeah, exactly. why it's kind of hard to listen to for me right now. Totally, I yeah. think Lynn Biscuit <laughs> just exists purely as dumb guy music. Exactly, but which, I but which as is a, why I like it. As Except an artist, Wes, I respect know? it more. Well, Wes, he's, he's the artistic ground. Well, I know he's putting that fucking makeup all over his yeah. goddamn face. You know, now he writes artistic. fucking new scores. Feel, oh, for this, this is one of my favorite. Hidden things. Mountain or whatever. This is one of my favorite 
favorite things to talk about. Have you seen a picture recently of Wes Borland without makeup? No. He's gorgeous. Is he really? He's like an, he's like he's looks like Don Draper. It is <laughs> unbelievable. Oh my god, there's an article from Vanity Fair. Yes, uh, Wes Borland <laughs> is gorgeous. <laughs> For real? No, you oh. fucking dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm writing for it. Veronica Mars. He puts on that makeup that's um, in the room. Well, it's it's. I saw one time. I saw Mushroom Head in concert, and uh, it was like a hundred degrees out, and so they un they took their masks off and unzipped their like jumpsuits. Oh, They're like a Slipknot so style, yeah. and they were just like all like forty year old gross. Well, maybe dudes. like yeah. first version Slipknot. You know? uh, now they're wearing like uh, trench. They all have their different outfits. I will say, uh, this is going back a bit to Linkin Park, but I uh, sometimes I just like look up covers of songs I like oh, on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. when I'm killing yeah. time. And I saw a video of Linkin Park covering um, Wish by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, how was that? D- they killed it. Sure. It was really good. One it was time, a great cover. One time at work, I uh, so obviously, uh, what's Chester had passed away. Yes. And uh, they had had a huge concert planned at the Bull, a big Linkin Park concert. I think it maybe it was supposed to be one of those Linkin Park Blink-182 shows. And uh, so what they did instead Blinken was... Blinkin' Park. Blinkin' Park, yeah. So instead they did a uh, like a tribute to Chester, and all these people came out. It was It's very good. There's a, like a well-shot video of it on YouTube. Uh, but like Alanis Morissette came out and like all these like wonderful artists who loved him over the years and stuff. Uh, and it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm watching this as like a guy who liked Linkin Park when I was in high school, you know? And like an hour into it, I'm sitting at my desk crying because I'm just like, and it's all these people coming out talking about how he affected their lives and stuff like that. And you're seeing all the charity stuff this guy's done. And you're like, this is somebody's whole life. Is yeah, I think he was very, I, I know very little about Linkin Park, but I think he was well-liked as a guy yeah. in general is the vibe I get. Like, I think People so have too. nothing but nice things to say about the dude from Linkin Park. He also was a lead singer of uh, Stone Temple Pilots for a bit. I'd, yes, that is true. I've, I would not be the Stone, they're all dead. I would Most of the two-thirds of Stone Temple Pilots lead singers are dead. Don't do it. Don't be their singer. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And 100% of the Velvet Underground. Uh... Exactly. Scott? Chester? Yeah. Their current guy is somebody, I don't know, but he's he's not, he's out. He's going out the door. Yeah. Don't be an ex-grunge singer either. <laughs> yeah. Lou Reed, beautiful without the makeup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've heard that. Uh, Goddamn. Well, this show's off the rails. I love it. Uh, you big? Wait, so were you a big new metal guy? I wasn't a big new metal guy because that's kind of just before I cared about music yeah. in yeah. general. Like, I kind of... I did this like annoying precocious kid thing where like uh, I kind of discovered music through my parents' record collection. Oh, sure, yeah. And like I got really into my parents' like Rolling Stone box magazine box sets. What yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what were the iconic covers you remember as a kid? Oh God, iconic I mean, album covers. Yeah. Or okay. Well, my parents like had that like Rolling Stones like z- sticky fingers with oh, like, yeah. a zipper on it, which I remember like really fucked me up because uh-huh. like, put that on music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, my mom was like a huge Zeppelin person. I was like a big classic rock nerd for a while. Yeah, okay, like, the House of thing- the Holy. That's canceled. Is that? Oh, yeah, y- the album cover. Why? Huh? Oh, like all the naked kids on it. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Hey, I still am into it. Um, it's a great I album. I never, I never listened to Rain them. song. Never listened to them. I'm more of a. Uh, the other day, I'm more of a Sabbath guy than a Zeppelin sure. guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think like Sabbath is. It feels weird to call them a political band, but yeah. I think they're one of the bands whose like political ethos still holds up today because like all the other bands from that era, like the Woodstock era, just yeah. like peace and love, man. Then they just grew up and voted for Reagan. Yeah, and meanwhile, yeah, yeah. Black Sabbath's only like political ethos is like I'm having a bad fucking time, dude. And yeah. like I don't know, that still resonates. I do to like me. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rich people are killing poor people. Yeah. yeah. I never I still I still to this day, I've never really listened to much seventies rock. 
Because I, because I, I did the opposite of you. Is I associated it with my parents, and I was like, "Well, my parents aren't that cool." I took like old country from my parents, the mm-hmm. stuff they listened to, like oh, that Russia. And- yeah, yeah, like back in the old country, all the you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, like I took like the my dad listening to like Hank Snow and Willie Nelson and stuff. But like my dad wanting to listen to like Zeppelin or any of that stuff, I was like, well, "I don't fucking care about that." I got Creed right now, you know. I'm yeah, we're pushing uh, the we're pushing the envelope right here, pushing yeah. the milk. But no, I got, but yeah, no, I started. I I started off there. I eventually got into classic punk. I got into old alt rock for a while. Okay. Like uh, I um, for this is true. I hate saying this because it sounds like a flex. But the first band I ever saw live was Sonic Youth. When oh, I was that's like cool. Sixteen. Do you do you do you still follow Sonic? Are you still into them? Yeah, I still love them. Do you like Sonic Youth? No. Me neither. Never. I missed it. Yeah, no, and no, it, and I don't hit with a lot of people. But it feels like they're cookie a, cutter for what yeah. I enjoy. I was more of a Mario Youth. Fuck you. Uh, I feel like, because there's certain bands like Sonic Youth, Dinosaur Jr., there were some of these bands that I just, ne- it never did the thing that it was supposed to do, but then I love Pavement, and I love Neutral Milk Hotel, which I feel like is all in that same yeah. vein, you know? Mm-hmm. I see, I think... And there's the, a lot of heroin in that vein. Yeah, there is, yeah. <laughs> the, like, the thing, like, Pavement as yeah. a band never hit with me. It's, really? It's a similar thing, where just, like, if you just, like, take it as a math equation, like, this adds up perfectly yeah. to yeah. a band I would love. But then but, also, sometimes I feel hey. like that's just, like, Piss, like pissy punk rock. I remember pave, you know? I remember when pavement hit with me. When you wrecked your motorcycle yeah, or something, that's, that's yeah. There it is. Uh, I did because uh, like certain bands, like Yellow Card, was supposed to be like on paper at that time. I should have loved Yellow Card, and I didn't. And mm-hmm. I think now looking back, I think it was a. I think I made a choice of like I already got these four other bands that sound just like this. Everybody's telling me I should like this band. I'm not going to like this band. I think it was a choice to not like them as opposed to actually like listening to the music and making a decision, you know? Right. And yeah. I wonder if I was like that with, you know, without thinking about it, maybe with certain like Sonic Youth and all those bands. Because I also liked uh, other like Lemonheads and Butthole Servers, and I like a lot of that Seattle sound too, especially. So yeah. it's weird all that our band Candlebox like mm-hmm. bands. Candlebox, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, goddamn. Okay, so you're growing up in uh, Sharon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was your, did you go to high school there? I did, yeah. What was the, is it just Sharon High just School? Just Sharon High School. What was your mascot? The Eagle. The Sharon Eagle. It's as like generic a yeah. high school experience as I yeah. can like possibly. Well, with an Eagle like, too. That's, that's why pretty... I get like so bummed out whenever I watch like a show like Pete and Pete or something yeah. where there's such a rith- rich mythology to somebody's like hometown because yeah. I get fucking like none of that. That's... I'm so emotionally disconnected. Which is really from... weird being on right. the east coast yeah figure it'd be like history old. yeah yeah it, well, so it, like it, people like never like there's so many like movies made about like oh my my hometown had its own yeah. special kind of magic to it and, yeah like fucking like stephen king bullshit i should at never... least get like some old sports hall of famer is, is sharon named after a lady named sharon uh i'd assume no, it was named after that song my sharona oh <laughs> i thought it was named after sharon tate or something you know wouldn't that be crazy they rename it in like 78 <laughs> <laughs> They're like, listen, bad stuff happened. Okay, I'm looking no. it up. I'm looking you're up your Wikipedia. Yeah, we're name, rename this town Squeaky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to look. I'm so pretty I've, good at sneaking, though. What I've done here squeaky. is I, I pulled up the Wikipedia for uh, Sharon, because I don't believe this is a place. Um, I literally looked at the uh, notable notable people. Nobody. 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 Fuck about I think there's a guy Andrew from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, maybe. Maybe. Or the uh, Maybe, Maybe, Maybe. Uh, the one we always talked about was there was a lady named, like, Deborah Sampson. Okay. Who, uh, dre- like, I thought she was, like, Sharon is obsessed with her because I think she's the only person of note ever from Sharon. Mm-hmm. I grew up thinking she was, like, a widely known figure, and she's not. She's a lady that, like, 
dressed as a man to participate in the uh, revolutionary. Who's war. the most notable newscaster in Sharon? Ooh, do you guys have your own TV channel for oh, news? Or do you just go to Boston? We have like public in. access. Mm. Yeah. Did they? Uh, that's like how Boone, Iowa, was with Katie Shelley. Remember yeah. that shit? There's a lady who like. She uh, rode a horse real fast to tell people that this bridge was out to tell a train. <laughs> and so, like, when I lived in this town, people would, like, it was Katie Shelley days, and people would always talk about her. And yeah. I was like, you guys know nobody fucking has ever heard of this lady outside of this county, right? But yeah. it's the same thing, you know? Didn't she uh, hook up with Steve Pufferbilly? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Puff, that's another that's local a, reference. That's a niche joke. Um, well, yeah, the thing is, like, I always, have, I always like, tell people I'm from Boston. Yeah. Because, like, just for shorthand, like, on stage and stuff, and people... Assume I'm like th- then from like fucking like spotlight the town. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm stealing valor You're almost from a little. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, like oh, yeah. he's racist. Yeah, I'll it's do- just it's just because like I don't know. There's nothing remarkable about yeah. my hometown at all. That like, I spent so much time in Boston as a kid that I say Boston. Yeah, I do that. I because I grew up in a small farm town. But I also have this like experience because of going to Omaha, which was a much bigger city. So like I feel that sometimes too, where it's like right. I can like when people are like, "Oh, I grew up in uh, Denver," I'm like, "Oh, I grew up in Omaha." It's yeah. like you know, mid city. Yeah. It's like know? I grew up in Des Moines, and now I live in New York. So when people are like, uh, "Yeah, yeah,", yeah. twenty eight <laughs> like, World w- Series championships, baby." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the worst. I'm talking to somebody who's actually from Boston. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm just like just generically, I say like I'm from Boston. They're like, "Oh, what part of Boston?" I have to be like, "I'm not from Boston." I'm not from Boston. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if they want to give you shit for that, when they start saying. Hey, Beantown, world champions. Yeah. You can be like, uh, what part of Foxborough is Boston? In? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I still do that, though. So yeah, sure. <laughs> I do steal. I steal the valor when it's convenient. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. Brag hey, we it. all steal. You know, here's what I think. Stealing. I was talking to, remember, in front of the show, Ethan Simmons Patterson, right? Mm-hmm. Him yeah. and I came up with this idea once. You know, soul and valor porn. You heard about this? No. no. Oh, good. It's great. Here's what I think it should be. It's, it's basically where like people fuck people and they pretend they're in the military, but they're not. What I think it should be is where uh, like a soldier's in Iraq and then they're looking at their 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 Skype mm-hmm. and then their wife comes on. It's like, hi. And then you go fuck their wife in front of them and then they have to watch it from Iraq and then they cry because it's like a soldier crying. Well, I get it. I get stolen valor. Cause... I thought that was going to be a real fun laugh fest <laughs> when Ethan My... and I well, discovered just, it. That, it was that's just, that was just a form of cuckolding that disrespects our troops. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Is it, is it, is it stolen valor? If you did a shoot for Vice and it never made it, to it never YouTube, aired, and you use the and Vice you still credit, use it as your credit. Sure, yeah, that works. Uh, stolen Viceler uh, didn't work. Yeah. Um, God, what is happening on this episode? I think that guy on Twitter is right. Uh, okay, what the, so you're what the up- fuck, man? <laughs> hey, buddy, it's not you. You're bringing it all. Uh, okay, so you're growing up there. Uh, when you say you would go into Boston and you'd see shows and stuff like that, was it like concerts and like stuff like that? Or? Yeah, concerts, cool. stuff like that. And is that and what like you- I'd go there to see like you know like smart people movies i guess or sure, yeah see in like the suburbs yeah what were the smart people movies i don't know like i saw well, like there will be blood in boston and oh, yeah, yeah yeah there's like yeah, yeah. there's just like one like eight screen movie theater in sharon which like held on for a long time like past all the uh past like when every theater became like a fucking like multi like googleplex or something yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like this one shitty theater that hung out in sharon for it, it made a good run I remember, like, when I was like visiting back home and I saw it closed down. It made me like really fucking yeah. sad. Yeah, seemed like a seemed like a poster kid. You have? Did you have a lot of posters? I had a lot of fucking. Posters. What was your posters? Oh God, I had a signed. This is so embarrassing. I had a signed Clerks poster from. No, Kevin that's Smith. not embarrassing Wait, who signed it? at all. Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was, was Randall. Do- <laughs> <laughs> the Tell Him Steve did, guys. <laughs> yeah, he was the smart. Uh, yeah, he, he was. There was a little bit of hope. That he was going to be like the guy that took all of our smart yeah, comedies. Yeah, I think into well, he's like kind century. of 
this is something I'm like can talk about like I'm so well versed in, yeah. which is just like the stock like factory grade like teenage white guy directors yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. into if you're into movies in the mid two thousands, like Kevin Smith, like Quentin Tarantino. They're all guys that like caught kind of lazy like mm-hmm. i saw the i saw the news quint tarantino movie like last night yeah and like it's fun if you like go into it accepting he kind of just doesn't give a shit about like making a cohesive movie anymore yeah yeah, yeah. it's like the dip like the difference is like i wrote this online on letterboxd the website oh, shit. oh hell yeah but like the what, difference- what's the matter uh imdb uh message boards are down you can't you oh, know really? they, they close yeah. them yeah those fuckers <laughs> but it's like it, it's like the difference between like ter- old Tarantino and Tarantino now is that he used to like say the fit- N word, and now yeah, it's he, just <laughs> well, he, he used to like fit all the weird shit he liked into a movie, and now he fits yeah. a movie into all the weird shit. He oh, likes. okay, okay, That's yeah. a very astute uh, observation. Right. I remember and, like Kevin Smith is very similar to Kevin that. Smith, but okay, so Kevin Smith, we did a fun size on yeah. once. He's one of those people that I don't. Uh, like if I if I was like walking through like a, a an open mic let's say mm. and a bunch of people are talking about how they like Kevin Smith I wouldn't join it but also if I was walking through and a bunch of people were talking about how they hate Kevin Smith I also wouldn't join it you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. I'm kind of in the middle uh, I did see the trailer for there's a Jay and Silent Bob reboot happening yeah and I watched the trailer and I was blown away with how well how good it looked yeah but that's also I feel like he would be great at making I, a trailer I love you know? that they brought. Uh, Jason Biggs and, and James, James Vanderbeek yeah. back as uh, they're all older in its, blunt man and chronicle. <laughs> the cast looks great. I think it, but but it's also. Well, one of I'm also like, at a point where I'm like, uh, you know, those are the kind of movies he should be making. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's not going to have any brilliant artistic like he's revelations a, yeah. Yeah. when he's. I don't know how old he is, but he, he's like kind of open about the fact he just likes to do podcasts and smoke yes. weed. Now. And see, yeah. he's and niche. That's that, what's great about yeah. media now is you can make. All those different niche right. shit. Yeah, I can't even say you... it. But we get like Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yeah, you well, get that I, now. And... I go back and I watch his movies. I think the ones that hold up best are like the dumb fucking comedies. Yeah, because like it's I... all dialogue driven, and it's a type yeah. of dialogue that movies didn't have prior to. Yeah, yeah. That and they where... set like modest, achievable goals for themselves. Yeah. It's like a dog. My rewatch kind of recently, and he is not good at making that kind of. No, movie, it's honestly. too big. It... It's too big. It's too high concept. But there are scenes. Dogma feels. I've always felt like you mentioned Man TV earlier. I always felt Dogma had some like really great sketches yeah. in it. Yeah, especially when like uh, Affleck and uh, Damon uh, Damon they come off more like Dante and Randall. The yeah, an- the well, angels. Yeah. You can tell that you know? when people write, like you can tell that like that was that he like those. That's the voice that he got from Clerks is in that you know. Yeah. And yeah. then later in Mallrats, it's the same two voices that he he always uses in his movies. And then when he did Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, I feel like he kind of. Hit it all perfect because that's everything yeah. he should have been doing in a movie. Right, James and Bob Strike Back is just a gag movie, exactly, and that's fine. Some yeah. people should just make yeah. gag movies. Exactly. Like, yeah. I love gag movies. Me too. And like, that, and I, I think if there's more comedies like, like that, you know, one of fucking, my favorite uh, uh, white dude '90s directors that popped right then was uh, I loved Guy Ritchie. Oh for, yeah, <laughs> for two movies. Which dude, one? It's so crazy. There's a time where Guy Ritchie and Quentin Tarantino are supposed to be like neck and neck mm-hmm. rivals and they then ruled and the now world. guy richie just keeps getting chances for some reason well be, yeah I, well he also just does journeyman work like somebody told me the other day he directed the new aladdin yeah and i had no fucking idea really I'm yeah he got another movie after king arthur dang right. i think he might be one of those things where like he's just i bet he's super fun to hang out with and well liked yeah because 
He, was he like, has. He's made. I he love was old. He he put Jason Statham on the map. Yeah, I love yes. he was Snatch. A, he was just I think like that's a, great. And Lockstock are both. Yeah, they both got uh, which was the big thing at the time. The twist ending. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousand had like the highest amount of twist ending movies. Yeah. of any time period. Do you guys ever like. fuck with what's who's the other fella from that generation? Uh, Rodriguez. Oh like, yeah, uh, I used to love Robert yeah. Rodriguez. I, there was a time when I wanted to like you know be a director yeah. and stuff. Hey, um, buddy, there's still time. You get into it. There's still time. Borrow some money from I your could. sister and. <laughs> no, I like. Uh, I, I read that like fucking Robert Rodriguez book. He he wrote about yeah. shooting El Mariachi. Yeah, I yeah. Name. That was a big book. I remember. I I used to love Robert Rodriguez. He too. so I uh, John Favreau has a show on Netflix, a chef show. Oh and yeah. It's where he like it's it's based around that movie kind He's of. He's another one. By the He's, way, I like John Favreau a lot, but uh, in this show, he goes and visits a bunch of people and then they cook stuff. And apparently Robert Rodriguez loves cooking. Uh, uh, what is it called? Stone, stone fire pizza. Yeah. Like he uh-huh. has the oven in his house and it's yeah. his whole thing. They're great. And they go there and they're he talks to him. But, but what he, like while they're talking to him, I'm, I'm like such a dumb, like suburban loser. I thought like Bertucci's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, uh, while they're talking in the kitchen, they like, he's talking to Robert Rodriguez and Robert Rodriguez is like, holding court, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can tell that Favreau knows him forever, but this is a show, and so it's like Rodriguez saying stuff. And then at one point, he says something ridiculous, and John Favreau kind of like looks at the camera, and he's like, he's just fucking with us. And you can you can see this break of like, oh, he actually knows that this guy's kind of full of shit on things and just goofing <laughs> off. And it like, Well, I mean, isn't he best buddies with like Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to like be a fucking shit talker. Totally. Like, even like tolerate, I imagine, two minutes. But if they guy. edited that little second out, you would think that he was like a genius who's right. like a like almost like a like a poet the way it's he pretty, talks about the world. It's pretty but then funny. when you see him like, ah, oh, he's just fucking around. And you're yeah. like, oh, he's all he's just full of shit. He's just Yeah, he's off. just like a loudmouth that loves to wear a cowboy hat. As yes, an affect. yes, yes, yes. It's kind of funny being uh, older than a lot of, uh, you know. What uh, do you mean? I'm just saying. It's kind of funny now, seeing, speaking of uh, Rodriguez, yeah. how much of a, uh, that now people are nostalgic for Spy Kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is something I was totally too old for. Yeah. for. Well, I but, that's, uh, that's like. I, every once in a while, I see people just freaking go crazy for yeah. Spy Kids. Well, it's the stuff you liked when you was a kid, you know? Well, I think the worst thing that can happen to these behind the camera people is they get in the they like they get in their head that people like to hear them talk. Oh yeah, like Kevin Smith now, like that first DVD where it's just Kevin Smith doing the Q and A and he tells yeah. the Prince story, yeah. and the Superman story, amazing. Yeah, and then he made like four other. Yeah, and then and he tours stay. comedy clubs and stuff. Yeah, awful. But, it, but it's and, also one of those things where like, and I this is what I think about a lot of stuff is uh kind of like strike when the iron is hot and stuff yeah, like that. He did that with fucking nerddom. Well, he did it, yeah, and I think that, so. I can't begrudge him for yeah, it. Yeah, he got yeah. in uh like ground zero yeah. of like comic book booming. Yeah, as far as like being like a part of like cool culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, he kind of honestly kind of started it. Yeah, a little bit. He he definitely rose What's it the to first a Stanley Stanley remember, like, cameo I can't, you can think of. Yeah, like I can't imagine chasing Amy holds up well at all in twenty nineteen. I, I wonder about that all the time. I, I can't fucking imagine it. Does. But I don't want to watch it because I don't want to ruin the fun, cool feelings <laughs> I did because I did enjoy it when I first saw it. You know, right? I well, think about that with a lot of movies actually. Yeah, well, I just like I remember like uh, I just I just remember watching that movie as like a fifteen year old who like never fucking kissed a girl before. Yeah, and thinking like, oh, this has well, to be the Bible on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all straight man fantasy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By straight man. Well, but uh, but by like what? Like I remember watching that movie and being like, "Cool people read comic books." Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like that's kind of the conceit of that movie. That's the scene. Yeah, I watched um when I've been rewatching this Veronica Mars, and I'm in season three now. Uh, so this oh, is, they casted you. Nice. Yeah, for sure, it's great. Uh, but they uh, it uh takes place in it's 2006. 
And it's one of those shows that's like very. It's it, the writing is really good. It's I get why it was a popular show. I was I feel like I was a little too old. I was in college, getting high and drunk all the time, you know. So I didn't know, but like it was a good show. But then everyone when something when they are not on the right pulse, it is so blatant. Like a lot of sex work stuff like that. They're just like so far off base. And when you rewatch it, you're like, ah, shit. Like, if this was one of those things that yeah, I... Because yeah. I can watch it now and be like, okay, I understand. But if this was one of those things that I staked my identity on, you know, <laughs> and now I'm rewatching it and being like, Jesus Christ, it's just a job. Be cool, you know? Yeah. It's 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 really interesting when you see things like that in these shows. I don't know. Yeah. No, Were I, you uh, obsessed with any shows growing up? I was in a... Well, I was like a big anime kid. Oh, yeah? Gross. Movie stuff. No, nah, it's... Pre-Tunami? Yeah. That's another thing I'm fucking coming back to in a really yeah. disgusting way. <laughs> yeah. What, anime? Yeah. I, uh, not, not like no news shows, but I'm just like re-watching all the stuff I used to what like. Was this? Like Evangelion just came okay. back on Netflix yeah. and I like fucking... I, I did a huge binge of it recently. Where like I ha- I quit smoking recently. Oh, I had congratulations! This weekend where I just stayed inside and I yeah. watched it, <laughs> and I rewatched all of Evangelion, which is a bad show to rewatch if yeah. you're in a kind of a fragile state of mind. It just like uncorks your brain and like pours soup out of it. Oh yeah. wow. That's one of those uh, animes for me that I can never get into because there were too many different entry points. Yeah, and you'd like go and rent it, and you're like, wait a minute. Well, I'm you also middle. you also kind of have to do that annoying thing, which I hate when people recommend shows to me, which is like, all right, you got to watch like 16 episodes, yeah. but yeah. then it gets because like the front half of that show is just like it's a lot of like anime bullshit, where yeah. it's just like a well, guy sees like a girl changing, he's like, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like the joke, <laughs> but like it gets like real fucking uh-huh. like traumatic yeah. and heady halfway I love how through. the perviness in anime is just played for jokes. When, I, yeah. when well, I'm at work, I get bored a lot and uh, I work right next to a Barnes & Noble. I think I've talked about this show, so I'll just go fuck around Barnes & Noble for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Not hours, a couple minutes, I guess. But I always go to the comic book section because like, I don't read comics, but I like looking at what's happening. And the comic book section is right next to the manga section. And just the amount and at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Manhattan, how full... That manga section is of people just like looking at these books and every book, I'm sure that they're great stories and stuff. It's like this anime stuff, Mm -hmm. but it all, every book, the cover is like, ah, that's a guy fucking that little girl. That's what it all looks like. And it blows my mind how into it people can be. Well, I've been to, I I have like visited Japan. Sure. uh, I've been there on a trip. And like one thing that is like a lot of the stereotypes are untrue, but one stereotype that is true is you can just walk in a store and get totally assaulted by like fucking cartoon (laughs) pornography. Damn. The first thing you see. And like so many times I would like walk into a place would be that like that gif of Abe Simpson walking into the (laughs) fucking. Just walking right out. Walking right out. Well, it's okay because they're all robots. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then it's okay. You can sexualize a robot. Totally. Thank you. Uh, I I never got into anime, but I did watch. the Batman DC animated universe, they did a Batman, uh, what's it, Ninja, which was a, oh, yeah. they made an anime, like an anime house made a Batman movie. And it's fucking amazing. And I watched that, and as soon as it was over, I was like, I think I could get into some anime and stuff, but I haven't tried it yet. Because I loved how it was, and I loved the entry of like, since this is already yeah. characters I know and like things I enjoy. I think you'd really well, enjoy uh, that first season of One Punch Man. I know. Yeah, One Punch Man rules. Com- I mean, there's all the entry point ones you'd probably yeah. like. Because, like, yeah. all, like, there's like, too many a of them short are full li- of lore, and it's like 400 right. episodes of well, Inuyashu. Yeah, well, there's like, uh, there's week. a short list of like five animes that people recommend to people. And it's because they, and it is for a reason. It's because they are the best and they're the most accessible and the ones that stand on their own. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, 
again, our light on the bullshit that a lot of these other shows have. Like, I have a lot of fondness for Dragon Ball Z because I mm-hmm. used to watch a ton as a kid. I can't imagine it's a good show right now. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's best left in the realm of nostalgia. Yeah. I heard that's uh, one of the ones where they, I guess it's a trend for anim- a lot of the older animes where they recut a lot of the episodes so there's less of the bullshit in yeah. between. Like, so is it just fights or whatnot? Or? Like, uh, a big part of uh, Dragon Ball is yeah. hype. Yeah, the oh. huge. It's kind of like wrestling, yeah. where I don't know if you're ever a big wrestling. A guy, little bit, but like the idea of wrestling is like, oh, this fight's gonna happen in four weeks, and you're gonna love this fucking fight when it happens. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes the hype is way better than yeah. the fight, and that's fucking Dragon Ball Z. Okay, basically. Yeah, I remember I'm, trying. I'm, to... I think I'm like the hundredth person to compare sure. it to wrestling. I never. So when I did the uh, Patak and Jeremy's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Katie, I that was a weird thing because I've never fucked with Dragon Ball Z, and to just sit there and watch a full episode in the middle of like the thirtieth season or whatever, <laughs> it was like, it, oh it, yeah, it's like being in a room where every single person is speaking French, and I'm just trying to be like, every once in a while I hear like baguette, and I'm like, ah, I know that word, <laughs> I've heard this, I know what's happening. Uh-huh. It's yeah, so uh, surreal. Well, I mean, it's like I still like love that show in the sense I have a lot of fondness for it. Yeah. Like, I, like I'll like I play the video games and shit. They're they really make, they make good I can, video like, games, slide. at least. Uh, they're making good video games right now. If you play Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh-uh. it fucking rules. But it looks cool so if I was into Dragon Ball that I'd be into that game, too. I tried yeah. to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Uh, I don't know what it was called. The, the uh, game I got last year, the Xbox One game, uh, and I was kind of bummed because it is. It just feel. It looks like a Dragon Ball game. Like it's yeah. the fighting is so my brain can't handle it. I was like, I wanted to punch and stuff, but instead, it's like swirls and spins oh, yeah. and like, like Leonardo's swords are like killing. Yeah, fighting games are very technique based yeah. right now, and like it's I'm not fun, but that. like you go online, you just get like fucking killed yeah. by people, juggled in a eighteen hit combo, and yeah, yeah. killed. And that and that's not the I don't know that I, my brain can't handle that I'm too I'm too dumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta slow it down. I don't. Th- it's, I, I it need is... to be able to fight a computer that can't handle just ten thousand. Yeah, jabs. or just like if I jab, jab, <laughs> duck and jab. If I duck and hit like a like a block, the yeah. computer is like fucked. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, that's why like uh, that's like the point of, like the Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like, the, that's a game where they just try and like simplify everything because mm-hmm. like every other fighting oh, yeah. game is like you have to like count frames and shit. Smash Bros. You don't need to know a combo. You just need to know how to unlock right. that big floating sphere that's going to kill yeah, everybody. Yeah, just that yellow uh, control stick. You just have to hit it right. And he does yeah. the super strong attack yeah. as fast. Yeah. Were you and a big then, video game head? I was a pretty much still am a very big. What's like, your what, what systems did you come up with and where yeah, are you at now yeah, with yeah. it? I kind of, I switched teams. I was kind of oh, no. I was I was Shaq. I was a journeyman. I went yeah. I, oh, uh, yeah. I started out uh, Super Nintendo, then I went PlayStation, then I went Dreamcast. Oh wow. I'd say to this day, probably the Dreamcast is my favorite system. Really? Yes. Dreamcast has its fans. It was a great system. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I love it. It's what, like, uh, Shenmue. Did you love Shenmue? What was that the Soul game that I always talk about? Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur, yeah. Soul Calibur is still fucking. Yeah. Still plays fucking good. That was the only yeah. the only Dreamcast well, game they, I remember. They gave every character like three different skins that were like completely different characters too. Yeah, yeah. I love when like fighting games were like packed with like extra shit like yeah. that. And you were able to like unlock stuff. More dumb characters you're never going to use other than for like the first couple days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like yeah. I I well, like the joy of like fucking unlocking shit is like still still does it for me and this like sometimes I'll get a video game and I'll work like for three hours to, like unlock a costume and then I'll unlock it and like well I can put this game down forever now <laughs> yeah and yeah I don't even like a fucking a put it on my character I'm not I don't have that in me that's not like how I game because like my wife and I play all the Lego games and that's the thing that we do is we. 
we play the story, and then she goes back and we'll do all of that. She'll go back and uh, 100% every single thing in it. And and it's funny because like I'm getting what I want by beating the baddie, and then later she'll spend three hours getting. She'll she'll be like, oh, yeah. I got I unlocked a. Uh, dirty Harry when he's got dirt all over him. And I'm like, great. I ran through 20 rings in level five, four in under five minutes and got this achievement. But I'll tell you with Spyro, I was like that. I did need to get every, and I still, there's one level of Spyro, the reboot that in Spyro two, there's a a world that I, I didn't a hundred percent. And I think about it all the time. I've only, you guys ever play uh, Castlevania symphony of the night? Oh yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Have you seen the new bloodstained game? I've played the new bloodstained. Did you get it? I heard it's great. I like it. It's, it's what you want it to be, which is just a, it's just a throwback game. It's like the Jay and silent Bob. Yeah. Symphony of the night. I pretty much missed. Yeah. And uh, it's been on Xbox live for the entirety of Xbox live. And I bought it. Like five years ago, oh, it's I the best. Loved it. It's yeah. so good. Well, it's like they, like they do like such a fucking flex in that game, which yeah. is like you have the hundred percent completion. Once you hit a hundred percent, they flip the castle upside down, and you oh. can get to two hundred percent. Oh, yeah. fuck, that's yeah. Cool. It's like uh, is, is Symphony of the Night? Is it um, side scroller? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so then I would get into that because. I'm pretty sure it's free right now on Xbox yeah. Live. I love because I love original Castlevania and Castlevania Two, uh, but then they're very different games, though. Yeah. Well, when Simply they become the original Castlevania, yeah. Okay. Yes. Really? Because well, when they started well, becoming like a more like a, God of War. Yeah, that's when I like was like yeah, I no, can't this fuck with this. A, uh, si- still your side scrolling right. RPG. Ever Metroid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Metroid. Metroid. Yeah. Metroid. Filling out a map, you're like upping yeah. attributes, you're unlocking different parts of the map as you go on. Yeah. It's like the original Castlevanias are just like left to right, point A to B. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like the first Castlevania, there's a little, a lot of, you can make mistakes. You're always going speaking towards of, a certain way, but you're speaking at least... Speaking of anime, did you ever watch that uh, Castlevania The Netflix? Anime? I did. That was I fun. Did. That was, was way better good. than I yeah, was expecting I kinda, it to be. I just had a night to wipe out, yeah. and I, uh, I did that. Yeah, it was only a handful of episodes. It's a quick watch. Yeah, and I... I'm not a comic book guy anymore just because, like, I hate to sound like a Grinch. All the love of it has kind of been siphoned out of me mm-hmm. from just overexposure in the culture. But I remember I saw oh, Castlevania was written by Warren Ellis, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, hell yeah. That's cool. I, I'm just now getting in the comics with this, uh, with the DC Adams stuff. I've, I've read, like, five comics this week, which I had read have you three read comics that, my uh, entire life. Have you read that Deceased? No, what's that? The uh, it's kind of like the DC version Dark? of uh, uh, Marvel Zombies. Oh where no! There's this uh, uh, virus that's in phones and uh, transmitted uh, through people, and like everybody in DC is becoming like these weird flesh-eating zombies. Dang! No, I have not. Uh, I read. Looks the, pretty cool. I, I'm more like I want to start at the beginning. So I read. I'm re- I just read the first J Justice League ever. When like from the sixties, and then I'm reading the Grant Morrison JLA. The I'm starting at the beginning of that. Oh, oh that's a great to, fucking yeah. comic book. When I first started comedy, our friend Dan Umthen gave a like he uh, loaned me some of those. Yeah. When I first was like, I want to get into comics, and I remember reading one or two, and then so now it's fun to go back at the beginning and start that. Um, but I I'm starting to enjoy it because with an app I can click and it tells me the order and it's it's all you know. Uh, and then I just started last night reading Invasion. Or no, oh, that's not Invasion. That's Marvel. Not right? Invasion, uh, Injustice. Oh, yeah. Are which you, is fucking wild. Are you wild. like a single issue guy now? Because I was a single issue guys guy what, I don't even know what that bit. term means. No. You go to the comic book store every oh, Wednesday. No. Yeah. You I, can't, I, f- I can't fucking no. imagine. I'm using my phone person. and that's I'm too clicking. too expensive, isn't it? Too yeah. expensive. They're insanely expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's like the level, I think, 
And also, just you're paying $4 for, like, one part of a six-part fucking story. Yeah, because I've always been a trade paperback. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the only... If you're going to be into comics, that's the only sane way to do it. Or the Nook. When I got my Nook, I got really into... Well, see, that's what I love. in and out, you know? That's what I love is I can... Because with this app, I can download whatever... I can download the TV show. So if I'm on the train, I can watch Justice League. But then when I run out of episodes of of cartoons to watch... Then I'll go into my downloaded comic books um, and like buzz through one. And, it, and I've, I'm, I think I'm developed, I'm teaching myself how to enjoy reading these comic books. It's something I'm learning now. Do you um, download them to your like, phone, the TV shows? I, I just, because on the app, you can, you know, on Netflix, you download a series. Yeah. I can do that. It's not like well, I'm just, I can't, using anything else. I can't, I can't get reception for shit uh, on the subway. And just like for some reason, every team that sits next to me yeah. has the amazing <laughs> ability yeah. to get reception, but only when they're streaming anime. Well, see, I, <laughs> I, I download everything on Wi Fi and they just have it on my phone. Yeah. But because of that, because I mean, it's, there's such a weird thing that's happened in the last five or six years now where like, Literally, when I'm at work now, I'll sit at my desk and I can stream Hulu live television off my telephone. And so, like, I'm working, I'm doing my job, but I'm also like watching old, like, a uh, Little yeah. House on the Prairie reruns. Yeah, I used shit. to have this it's job so where I w- I was just me in a cl- at a computer in a closet for mm-hmm. eight hours a day. It was a great job. I yeah, guess. yeah, it's fantastic. But I, I would just like prop up uh, my phone right next to me mm-hmm. and like I would just go through Netflix. I think every documentary about a band on Netflix I've seen about totally 20 times. Like, oh, I saw that fucking behind the music. They have every single fucking one on there. Yeah. It's great. It's, I, I love that. That's what I love about life today. I have that joke about how, like, if my dad could have just streamed H.R. Yeah. Puff and stuff when he was in his 20s, I wouldn't be here. Musical, because he would just musical be doing documentaries that. and sports documentaries are all. Oh, those 30 for 30s are yeah. such a gift. Because you're yes, a big sports they, head, too, right? Yeah, I'm actually a recent sports head is the recent. Best oh, really? Yeah, I am only basketball and pretty well, recent. And all like, Kareem, last five years. Kareem Abdul Jabbar shit, right? Because you got in through Veronica. <laughs> well, the, I, uh, I got in through Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm, I, got, mm-hmm. I was like, who wrote this episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Veronica How? Mars, she's in the new Space Jam, right? Yeah, you get it. Uh, wait, why did you get into sports? Why did how how did you get into the NBA? Oh, uh, I just uh, obviously there's a big culture of it. Yeah, you know, growing up in like New England and shit. oh yeah, and I had a, I was a, I was just hanging out. You got Super the green Bowl mic party. right now. Yeah. Oh shit. What does that mean? Bo- Boston Celtics. Sure. Yeah. Oh, only yeah, that's ce- why only Celtics, that. yeah. Go Celtics. But uh, I was at a Super Bowl party one year, and I was like, oh, this seems fun. I would like to follow a sport like this. Yeah. Basketball is the one that seems most appealing to me, and it just ended up happening. That's good. Fucked up thing. I kind of did that with the when I was like, I want to get into baseball, and then I picked the Royals, and then they won the World Series that year, and I was like, I can't fucking do <laughs> yeah. this. Well, that was supposed to happen to me, and then we had this horrible fucking season. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, I can't wait to see Kyrie Irving at Pine Box. So yeah. I can give him the finger. <laughs> Fucking now he lives here, stupid asshole. I would love it if he started doing that. Like, what's what's the guy's name? Blake Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. <laughs> He's just doing JFL. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah, what a mess. Uh, so you only follow the Celtics then? I mean, I follow the league. Do you have I players you like? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I love that. Ba- I mean, the team I root for is the yeah, Celtics, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I love, uh, I you, love the NBA. You got it. You like the Knicks technically, I think, yeah. right? But mm. you don't, do you pay attention to the They haven't given the me a reason to pay attention yeah. other than that no. year they loaded up with a bunch of guys over well, the 30, interesting th- 150 games. Well, yeah. the cool thing now is if you're a Knicks fan, you got to get to feel like a Cubs fan or like, this actually, oh, th- turns out this is a thing that makes me interesting as a person. Let me know. I mean, if yeah. they were good, I mean, I. NBA regular season is pretty much a wash. There's really no reason to watch. Well, that's how I am with hockey. Part. What about the beautiful, beautiful sport of basketball that's so fun to watch even without context? No. Yeah. Got, it's basketball only. What about what they the, do? Those cool crossovers. No. And they jump back behind the three-point I like line. to see a good bounce pass. You yeah. know? 
I uh, fundamental. Ah, uh, John, John Stockton. Shit, if fan. I wanted fundamentals, I'd watch the WNBA. You know, I uh, I only care about uh, um, Spurs? basketball. I care about the Spurs, but basketball so and the, the NHL. I only start paying attention at paying, at uh, playoffs, just because I'm like usually knock on wood, my teams are in it. So that's fun. But uh, uh, I don't have it. I don't have the wherewithal to watch a thousand games. Whereas I NFL, I watch every Chiefs game every single year. All, a lot of my It sucks. I wish yeah. NFL wasn't the team, wasn't the sport I a love. Lot of my, I mean, uh, I, I think part of the reason I gravitate towards basketball is I think the Celtics are now officially the fourth most popular team in Boston. I was yeah. just like inundated <laughs> by having to hear about it all yeah. the fucking time. Because like Boston, Boston's a huge like hockey town yeah, too. Totally, which is yeah, Something people don't talk. And about. And I don't like the Bruins at all. So Nobody that's likes fun. Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes any of our teams. Even terrible. like the Celtics, I thought like, well, yeah. this is the fourth most popular you know mm-hmm. Boston team. So maybe people have some. No, people hate the fucking Celtics. It's weird. I I never I never had any. Which if you are a uh, what do you call it a Knicks fan maybe, but I never had any ill will towards the Celtics at all. And they made that movie with Dan Aykroyd, yeah. and I was like, this fucking rules. I should have not liked the Celtics because of the rivalries and everything, yeah. but yeah. when the Knicks were getting hot, the Celtics were fading. Yeah. So there was really no need for it. And well, like growing the, up, I loved Larry Bird. Well, basketball has like, you know, you just face everybody in your big conference yeah. like four times a year. So like basketball has like less intense rivalries than like yeah. well, they football have, does. They have the short run. They have like three to four year rivalries yeah. in the NBA. Right. The NFL has hundred year old rivalries. Yeah. Yes, yeah like yes. they exist. Like I still hate the, like I hate the fucking 76ers. Yeah. Just because yeah. like that's the reason to think for me. And just because like it's something you pick up through osmosis. I hate the fucking Lakers. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think also a thing that I uh, uh, personally a thing with the NBA that I like is if there's a player I like, um, I love the Spurs and I want to see the Spurs win the championship every year. But I can also root for another team pretty easy, uh, like the Jazz. I root for the Jazz a lot because they got two Iowa State players on there. Yeah, but well, that's I, what kids do now. They follow players. They do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, across and, the board. I was watching this whole video about the fact that uh, kids nowadays don't like fandom is like. Like shrinking, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like my my roommate was complaining the other day. Like uh, he's he teaches music in like uh, like middle, middle school here, and he was complaining that like everyone's just like a Kevin Durant fan or a mm-hmm. Steph Curry fan. There aren't like New York Knicks fans or yeah. Brooklyn Nets fans. Well, that's what um, what's Which, like. I have no right to complain about this shit like an old man when I just got into it five years ago. Yeah, but yeah, still. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is funny though to have the opinion. You your your opinion is actually more honest because you're you don't have a life. Like it's hard for me to judge the Chiefs on something because I've been following them my whole, you know, just like you, you know, but if somebody just got in, they are looking at it through different eyes. So your yeah. opinion actually matters more. Well, we I'm also saying. like what we were talking about with like, if your dad could stream HR puff and exactly, stuff, yeah. you, we grow, we live in this like fucking weird world now where you're talking to like a 14 year old and he's like, well, I grew up with the original star Wars trilogy. Totally. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. It's so interesting. Uh, I, and like I, to a degree, that is the world I grew up in, and I am kind of like that fucking person because yeah. like the the shit I was into as a teen was like my parents' record collection, yeah, like yeah. old yeah, you fucking movies. To, you know, way too many cool bands to be fucking talking about yeah. turning thirty. Well, I mean, a byproduct that's a byproduct is like also having no friends until you turn yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, because you don't know, so you just turn on the classic rock radio station while you play. Yeah, Castlevania. Right. I, well, we live in such an easy time right now that your personality can just be I digest information yeah like i read wikipedia pages and it's like i've been a fan of this shit my entire life i get very yeah. i get really overwhelmed by that i like this weekend especially because with all this Arrowverse stuff like yeah. i was talking about at the beginning of the show um i don't know what this is this is, it, it's a new thing and i think it's because i think it's been building for years but like 
I watched one episode of this and I was like, I fucking love this. And I've been this like whole DC Renaissance thing has been hitting me hard in the last couple of months. But I was like, I want all of this information. And I was almost like I was getting like uh, depressed because I didn't have all this information from these Arrowverse shows. Uh, but I'm like, it was going to take me hours and hours and hours to watch it. And I yeah. don't want to devote that time to it. And it was such a weird feeling because I've never had that with other stuff. I never no, like, great. if I have a new album, I'm not like, oh, I got to know everything they've ever Dude, done immediately. I don't have that feeling. You can buy. But with TV, I do. You can buy a band tee yeah. on Amazon on Monday mm-hmm. and order it. And then by the time it shows up on Friday, you can name all their albums. Yeah, there you yeah, go. You just crash course on Spotify and be like, all right. I do. I don't now, know. I, 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 not that. I, I wish I was better at it. Yeah, be again, damned. like I'm talking about these people as if they're like kids today, but that also is just like how I get into like so much stuff. Like yeah. I'll go through like a three month period where I'll like, I'll try and like listen to every album by a band. Oh yeah. 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 That's my favorite thing. I've been and doing then, that with the Beach Boys lately. I was trying to figure out if like I actually like the Beach Boys yeah. or not. This is nerdy as shit, but the band I did that recently with was King Crimson. Oh, I became yeah. a big King Crimson, which is infuriating because another music is yeah. on like fucking Spotify because Robert Fripp's an asshole. Yeah. So like you're good at Twitter. Do you know uh, uh Stuart uh Andrew Stuart Klein? He's like a good know. he's good at Twitter. You guys should team up. He's great. <laughs> uh he's but he's he's a big King Crimson fan. So I've done that because I like him. And so I've dipped in and I'm like not for me. It's not I can't. They're they were co- pre-prog, yeah. man. Yeah, they well like, any I just have such a hard time with it. anything that I feel like I need to be uh I need a like I don't know. I need to be smart to get into it, and I can't do See, it. See, I I consider to. myself a dumb fucking person, yeah. and like I I like all this stuff. The kind of the, like uh, the analogy I make is like it's like if you're watching a movie like The Holy Mountain or something, okay. and like Wes Borland wrote a uh, alternative uh, score for that with his, one of his bands that for The Holy Mountain, uh huh, or like Weird. an experimental like uh, an eraser head or something, yeah. and like you can't like logically say like what the thesis of this movie is but still it can experience to watch and still like amazing that somebody went through the trouble to like fucking make this weird yeah. twisted vision that's how that was kind of my angle into like progressive rock like king crimson mm-hmm. like yes and stuff because it's like as sort like emerson lake and palmer has a fucking album with this song that's like a 30 30 minutes long it's about a fucking armadillo tank roaming the wastelands of like <laughs> A burned out earth like it's, that's it, fucking ins- it's, it's so interesting yeah. how everything works too because uh i mean all of that crap or i'm just i don't mean crap i like a lot of that but uh, you mean like shit like terrible stuff yeah, like yeah. bad stuff you can see where like punk comes from just yeah. from all of the overblown right. like uh well, i used to once i got rid like of that. guitar solo yes. i used to i i started out as like a punk guy like i mm-hmm. eventually became like an old hardcore guy and i used to like think like progressive rock was like really fucking pompous yeah. and unnecessary and well, I, I met, love it now have you met a rush fan yeah that's <laughs> i of, love rush now i used to yeah, fucking yeah. hate rush i love rush now. that's sort of what i'm doing with different styles of music though but that's sort of my whole view on like this 80s music like uh the uh, hall and oats and stuff was for so long i was like that's such no i'm not into that that's not cool and then once I started getting into it, I was like, oh, I, this is actually kind of everything I like. I was judging right. it all for the wrong reasons, kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, have you heard of the progressive rock band Magma? Mm-mm. They're a French band, I believe French, that made up their own language oh, I'm for out. an album. I'm nice. Out. I love it, man. It's like, I think it's like just a piece of like, Again, we talk about this culture where it's like kind of almost as fun to like read about a movie yeah. as just like watch a fucking movie. Yeah. Like, as a piece of miscellanea, I think that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. Like, they're making movies right now about 
movies that like have you heard of Jodorowsky's Dune? Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you or, or like they made that movie about like the Superman movie in mm-hmm. the nineties that never came out? It's a documentary. Like, what if this movie? Yeah, existed? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like crazy, but I, it's the I, culture now. I guess I like okay, so I like some of that, but with the I like that there's a band, this prog band, Magma or whatever, making this album with this. I don't want to listen to it. I that's like fair. that that's being created and that, that there's a mark there's there's yeah. there's groups of who want that. Well, but I that's not what's gonna like, scratch uh, my edge. The also what we got bands putting out like comic books to go along with their albums. Oh, yeah, or that's like a new novels thing. to go along yeah. with their albums. Well what's the fuck that or fucking movies. <laughs> uh Sticks had a fucking movie. No shit? Yeah. Wait, recently Sticks has a movie? Yeah, yeah, for Doctor Roboto and Kilbroy. What? Yeah. What? And like it's like it's like that joke of yours, like, but it's, it's a full-on movie. I feel oh. like I would know about this. It's there like a, a, it's like a half-hour film. Oh, well, uh, I know it's that... It's like half-hour. Was it just like aired on still a TV film. or something? No, a music video. It, they play it like before their concert. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, this wasn't but it was theatrically like, released. Yeah, I thought you meant Gyllenhaal was like in a film <laughs> that I was going to go see at the IFC. Uh, it's like Dennis DeYoung's in like a cell to start out, and he's <laughs> fucking got to break out to bring God, the rock yeah. and bring down the... That, corporate overlords. I don't know. I I can. Sticks is another one of those bands I never listened to at all. No. Maybe I should get into. Them. Maybe I'd love them. Like Sticks is more just like good classic, classic rock. rock yeah, band. and that's I don't know what it is. It's something you about like just I, put them on a playlist and that's all you need. I think he's a, a lot of music because I don't know if and this could be a hundred percent wrong, but I associate Sticks with Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, corporate. So seventies rock. Yes, and yeah. and so like I associate that with like going to like work like having to run to the the. Uh, Menards with my dad on yeah. Saturday morning. It's something so, that's going to be muffled playing from yeah. the back of John Redcorn's well, like, Cheap yeah. Wrangler. I mean, and I some, just don't like it. Some bands are just going to have three good songs and that's yeah. fine. Because like, I don't know, another symptom of that cataloging mindset is you need like, you don't need to be able to like fucking trace a rock band's like place in history mm-hmm. to be able to enjoy them. Yeah. Like Sticks has like Three kick-ass songs and good for sticks. Yeah. And then they had their late '90s resurgence in pop culture. Did they were? Yeah. Oh, were oh they that grunge? Mr. Roboto commercial with the car. Yep. Yeah. And, on, and oh, uh, and uh, Buster Bluth. A lot of uh, early season South Park jokes. Yes. were there, and a lot of. Adam, I think they're uh, Adam Sandler references. I first learned about. Yeah, I was about to say I first learned about sticks from Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Daddy. And isn't basketball? Don't they do a Steve Perry joke in that? Yeah, but he's the lead singer for Journey. Oh, not Sticks. Different uh-uh. bands. Dennis DeYoung's the lead. They singer. broke Sticks and Journey are two different bands now. Yes. All right. They are distinctly different. I don't know shit about shit. Uh, That is a weird thing, too, about how uh, that... I feel like when I was in college, you're a little younger than us, I feel, from uh, the grasp of this. But uh, I feel like Journey really had like a a heyday in the mid-2000s, you know? Big time. Oh, yeah. Uh, No, I feel like... Pretty much synonymous with Sopranos coming on. Oh, sure. Even before that, though, I remember I learned about Journey through like a fucking Family Guy episode. I remember thinking... I remember distinctly having the thought like there was... For this, for some reason, this summer everyone's making "Don't Stop Believing" jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, uh, "Separate Ways" was one of the first videos to bust out of YouTube for people to point at and be like, "Hey, look how stupid the '80s were." <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That, I like that kind of stuff. That oh, early yeah, YouTube I re- stuff. I I remember like hop uh, up on that mic a little the bit way, there, buddy. Oh yeah, I there remember the way I learned about Journey was uh, uh, just reading about old video games and shit. Journey had their own arcade yeah. video. Oh yeah, like Aerosmith. Yeah. 
Yeah. Remember, they did too. Yep. Oh, this was even before that. This is like an 8-bit like fucking you know, Donkey Kong It was Kong even more looking. so than that because Aerosmith didn't have their own video game. They were just mm. featured in a video game. Yeah. Journey. Journey, Journey you play a, as Journey. Yeah. You're like, it's like the album covers where you're like in a, spa- you're like in a fucking spaceship. It's like, we got to make it to the gig on time. Chip tune, don't stop yeah. believing. We got to awesome, get back man. from Gamulon 5 to make the concert. Like, I love all of that, actually. Yeah. I'm way on board of that. And like the fucked up thing about this is they would have Journey songs in the video game the yeah. arcade game and the way they pulled this off was there is a record player oh, inside fuck. of the arcade machine and like when you got to like the end of a level the needle would fucking drop and they would play like wheel in the sky or some shit oh yeah that's a dude that that like if i could uh if i had a time machine or whatnot i think it'd be really fun to experience late 80s or mid 80s uh arcade culture for like a day yeah oh yeah like going in there and when that was like like the clips you see in like those documentaries and stuff yeah I think that would, I would hate it. I wouldn't want to live mm-hmm. in that. I wouldn't want to do it all the time. But I think it would be so. It feels so unlike anything I've ever experienced. Yeah, because I only experienced late stage arcade. Me too. Uh, yeah, which, and especially which was still hopping, yeah. but we didn't have like adults. No, there. And when I right. did it, I wanted. I was at the age where I wanted to shoot the play basketball. I just wanted or to play air con- hockey. I just wanted to play a Konami beat 'em up or NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah. But, or like. Oh uh, yeah, that was yeah. my era of arcades too. Yeah. Yeah. Which great era? I still love that like Simpsons beat 'em up. Me too. Game yeah, yeah, so yeah. Much. Every time I go to yeah. a bar Turtles arcade, and X-Men. I'm yeah. gonna try and recruit people to yeah. beat one of those right Konami yeah. games or get you know halfway through it until you forget yeah. how boring the mechanics my, yeah, are. Yeah, my big memory is I would just. Uh, like yeah, that's it. People are reviewing those games like they're reviewing like a Final Fantasy game, and yeah. like they get like the Turtles in Time or bullshit yeah. like that. Those are meant to be played in like thirty minute increments yeah. with your when you're with, with your, your friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. my favorite video game of all time, Turtles in Time. It's uh, great, man. Down there, yeah. I but I, I I just I have distinct memories of going to my uh, hometown arcade, the Dream Machine, oh, over right. in Walpole, one town away from me. Actually, what is it called? Uh, the Dream Machine. No, the town. A uh, Walpole. Walpole. One town over is there a uh, commuter train between uh, Sharon? and Walpaw? No. Yeah, is this Paul was my Wall? mom driving. Okay. Me. Is yeah. Paul Wall from Walpaw? No, <laughs> no, he's not. Damn, uh, that's he, like perfect. Yeah. I uh d- but I, I had distinct memories of going to the dream machine, fucking winning ten tickets from putting a quarter and wheel them in and getting five of those fruit tootsie rolls. So oh, I think they yeah. only oh, yeah. sell at arcades. You know what I loved was the uh the random arcade game at some random place. Oh yeah, that you yeah, went yeah. to a lot and had to like play. Like a pizza place would have like a they'd have yes. like Area 51 or whatever. Yeah. Or gas like stations. Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. the gas stations where people yeah. would like crowd around a Mortal Kombat or what those pizza laundry place, mats. What those pizza places need to do is get a Neo Geo machine because that's one machine four games. Bunch of that's games, right. yeah. yeah. King the, of Monsters. The King of, Metal Slug. When I first moved here over in Baseball Stars. <laughs> over in Dimas <laughs> Park, we had the uh Capcom uh what was it the uh the versus. Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, the we had o- that o- in our OG one. Yeah, we had that at our uh, at our laundromat, and fucking the laundromat will fuck you up because you got quarters in your pocket, yeah. and yeah. I would burn through and that time. game crazy. Yeah, you got time to kill and quarters to burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I loved that. That was always fun. Yeah, I also liked uh, playing. I liked for a while. I got really into the claw machines too. I thought that was always such a fun thing. For I've never won one thing from that. <laughs> really, they, they always fool me every yeah. time I get. I like, hate. When the claw goes and it just like limps out, yeah, well, like it's like, like well, never going to pick anything up. Fucking two weeks ago, I was fooled into putting two dollars in one of those claw machines. What were you I was aiming trying, for? I was just, I was trying to get like one thing. I was like hanging out with my buddies at some like bar that would put a claw machine in there as like an affect. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh man, let's fuck around with this for like a few minutes. They all seem like all you have to do is drop it right on the head, yeah, yeah. of the thing, yeah. and it's going to pick it up. 
Yeah, I those think, the entire business model between like those claw machines are just you feeling yeah. good and being down for whatever. Also, hands down, the worst mini game in Mario Party. Oh, is there a claw yeah. machine in Mario Party? Uh-huh. Well, the first Mario Party had all all those bad mini games where you have to rotate the stick, and they would like yeah. those uh, those N sixty four joysticks, those powder real. Those fuckers are rough, flimsy to start with, <laughs> and then they dust you when you like. Uh, all the dust starts accumulating because yeah. they're you're wearing the plastic down and shit. Right. Ugh. Suddenly you got a big pile of this dust, and it's like, what am I freaking uh, Tony Montana Uh-oh. from the film Scarface? Uh-oh. Nose cocaine. Uh, Nose cocaine. He sells it. Oh yeah. Uh, the uh, the pizza that I worked at in high school, we would I had the key to the the claw machine, mm-hmm. and that was always like my fuck you oh at the end of the God. month, where I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go get that Royals hat that well, I was trying to get. The what whole was your time. favorite pizza place growing up? Uh, the the one pizza place that was in my town, which yeah. was Pizza Gondo. Actually, no, there are two. There's Pizza Gondo Pizza Market, but Pizza Gondo was one closest. Pizza to me, Gondo. So pizza Gondo was what it was. Did you ever leave your wallet at Pizza Gondo? You know what? The funny That's like thing a is, reference, right? You know my wallet in El Segundo. I didn't get that was a reference mm-hmm. for one second. And before I got it, I was like, how did you know that? Oh, I funny. totally did one time. That was a whole afternoon? Yeah, I remember one of my first wallets I ever got, I did lose at Pizza Gondo. It was your... like right after birthday, so I had some like cool cash well, in One it. of my first wallets I ever got was a Showbiz Pizza wallet that I won with uh, tickets. I used to take my wallet. I had a so Vel- the pizza place giveth and taketh away. I had a Velcro wallet that you would, you know, it had the Velcro. <laughs> it's the sound yeah. of your addiction. And I put it on my, I would used to like wrap it around my arm. And then like Velcro it, so it was just kind of like a bracelet or whatever. Yeah, or and it's w- like you're checking your like blood pressure. Yes, very similar to that. And one time I was at a uh, uh, at some store. My sister was buying Z Cavarici jeans. I don't know where we were at, but uh, we're at the store. My sister's buying jeans. I'm standing there, and the, there's a really older woman working the reg- the register, and she just goes, "What happened to your arm?" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "You're cast." And I felt so sneaky that I tricked her into thinking my fucking wallet <laughs> dumb was old a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I flipped her the bird and I told her to get the fuck out, but it was her store, so she, I had to leave. <laughs> uh, we, do you like pizza? That's all right. What was your, what was your, uh, your food growing up? What's your snack? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't know. I can't really get excited about pizza as a meal anymore. That's, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. It's just like, everywhere. And like, I don't know. Whenever I, I'm getting pizza for the evening, it feels like always like I, it's something settling. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless like, I feel that way, unless it's like we make like if my wife and I make the decision to order pizza and like like if I'm walking down the street, one hundred percent, it's like oh fuck, I'm eating pizza again. But yeah. if it's like we're ordering it and like oh maybe we'll get some like a uh, garlic spots or something, that yeah. feels like a, a thing. I still. get excited. Pizza is a contextual food. Like when yes. they like pizza when you're just like eating it before a fucking show or whatever yeah. is like the most like yeah. C minus meal magical. Yeah. But like when for just... it, but like when you're at your office, they bring in pizza. Oh, yeah. God, it, yeah. yeah, that's oh, it's like better than a Michelin star yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> free well, seeing stacks of free pizza. Oh, oh my god, god. It makes Man. me harm. Yeah. Uh, what, okay. So wait. What was your food? What's your? Are you a big food head? Are you picky? You're not picky? What no, you I really don't have a refined palate at all. Yeah. Same I uh, like I just like eat what's comfortable for yeah. me. What was you? Did you growing up? Did you have any snacks that you were really into or anything like that? Or? Uh, I really fucked with Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos oh, are yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chocolate I, uh, or Dunkaroos, uh, vanilla. Which apparently you can still vanilla. I'm weird, yeah. man. I this this I do not like chocolate. It, it's a more no dis- chocolate. It does vanilla not is taste a more good distinct to me. Flavor. People people. 
get furious when I tell them that and they ask for like a logical explanation yeah. as to why I don't like chocolate, which I don't have. No, but that's fine. I think you don't a- need one. You just say it doesn't yeah. feel good on my tongue feels. Yeah, yes, that's how I am because I am super picky on a lot of stuff and I've had to defend myself so many times to be like, no, I don't like onions. Look, you can't even taste it. Like, yeah. well, why don't, come on. I'm a pick- Let me just say I don't like onions. <laughs> I'm a picky eater. I yeah. only eat foods Boogers I pick. or whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh... Dunkaroos. Uh, what uh, what other stuff like that? You got anything uh, else, or is there anything Sharon specific that you used to go in there? Yeah, yeah. Fuck no. Uh, no really? Yeah, again, zero culture. What about favorite your mom? chip? Your parents made favorite anything? favorite chip. Uh, now or in the past? Past. Past. Cape Cod salt and vinegar kettle cooked uh, potato chips. Love that. Are the best potato chip. Yeah. I would say mass market on the earth. Did I mention the kettle chips and Bill and Ted? What about them? That there's you can see kettle chips in there. And I didn't even know kettle chips had existed, existed back then? until the uh, early 2000s. late nineties when these Lay's are not the kettle chip chips. Though these are Cape Cod chips. Cape yeah. Cod. I like Cape Cod uh, brand. Some restaurant is it, it wasn't Jimmy John. Some restaurant used to do the Cape the Cape Cod salt and vinegar, and I used to eat those fuckers all the time. They're so good. I don't remember when. Maybe it was yeah. maybe it was some office job I had here in New York where when we would order that was always the 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 side. All right, and what's I your love that. what's your go to cereal? Go to cereal. I like Frosted Flakes a lot. They're as great. A kid. Yeah. yeah. Name brand or any any. You'll take them all. Uh, you know what I mean? Man. Like you want Tony the Tiger or will you take like? A, I guess I'm gonna leave this because I want Tony the Tiger. Yeah, on yeah, that for fucking sure. Box, yeah, so yeah, no yeah. Deal. Otherwise, I ain't. Otherwise, no. I'm not doing yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, not because not I like the cereal. I just love how hot he is. Yeah, he's yeah. Just such yeah. an attractive animal. Especially yeah. once they rebranded yeah. him. Yeah. He was just a little scrawny tiger, and then yeah. in the 80s, mm-hmm. they, they gave him the Arnold. You know, I, I, every day, every every day, I send one letter to Nintendo that's like, why won't you put Tony the Tiger on the Star Fox? Thank you. he fits the bill. <laughs> he should be. He's a sexy animal. He's got that scarf, which yep. is characteristic of a pirate. He's got a great fucking baritone voice. I one too. time, you know, you know that thing about when you're on like a pornographic website and they have like the ads on the side and it's always like sometimes it'll be like a weird uh you know, uh Peter Griffin fucking his wife or whatever. Yeah. One time I saw Tony the Tiger fucking the Twix rabbit and <laughs> it's the closest I've ever come to being like, I don't know, man. I can't click. What if that's it? That's the thing that gets it. But I thought it was so funny cuz like there was a word bubble that literally yeah. said it's it's great, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I want to see Ernie from uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Captain Crunch go at it. Oh yeah, that sounds good. A little crunching munch. Yeah, a lot, a lot of crunching. That's cool. You know, uh, he's not even a real captain. Captain Crunch? No, his name's Cap N. Stolen Valor. Stolen yeah, Valor. look at that motherfucker. Stolen Valor for yeah, sure. God damn. So I guess my parents' marriage is void. Yeah. Wait, your Captain Grudge married your parents? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would be wild. Yeah, every admiral is also an ordained minister. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's part of it. I like that. Uh, so okay, so but there was nothing your parents made that's like specifically a Durso food or some shit. Uh, my dad's a really great cook. He's really oh, good yeah. at grilling. Is like, your dad uh, a chef, right? Chef Curtis Stone from Australia? <laughs> no, is it? I was just trying to pull the first chef I could think of. <laughs> no, my dad. Uh, my dad's just like dad. Just grilling is a hobby of his. He's is there something when you go when you go back home? The first thing, like, is there something like if he's like, what do you want me to make you? What he do you just got? Fucking just grills a great cheeseburger, man. Yeah, yeah. I like, like some, And sometimes we really felt like Splurgy would grill a steak. And, mm, uh, yeah, he's just my dad makes like amazing fucking. How do you steaks. top? Ooh, how do you top ooh. your burger? Man, you I'm got pretty, everything at I'm your pretty, disposal. I, I, I kind of just raw dog, and I just like to go cheese, hot sauce, Is lettuce. that what you say to your dad? Hey, dad, I'm going to raw dog Yeah, just dog fucking raw dog it. Just like fucking <laughs> go. He just gives you a cold yeah. hot dog. He's like, you hey, dad, <laughs> hey, dad, can I get burgers bear back me? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to go back in the house, buddy? I'll, I'll, I'll come in when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I like a medium raw dog. Yeah. I, uh, 
I like ketchup and cheese. That's all I need on a burger for sure. I'll, I'm all over the place. Yeah, if I'm at like a if I'm at like a barbecue or something, mm-hmm. I I will just I will just keep shit moving on time. Yeah. I will keep it yeah. pithy. You don't want to be a problem. Ketchup, hot sauce, cheese. Yeah. yeah, I try and limit it to ketchup, mustard, pickle, onion. Yeah, uh, pickle. Yeah, pickle. Too. At a restaurant though, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm gonna I love it if they have an egg option. I like an oh, I like yeah. a runny egg on an, on a burger. Especially if you can get egg and a bacon together. I also like putting French fries on my burger. I don't order them that way a lot, but I like doing it. I like putting a French see, I see it. a lot of people doing this remix culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, man, we're putting Cheetos and chicken sandwiches That's, I'm, now. I'm too far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like, what am I, freaking uh, girl talk, the right. musician? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it got crazy when they started putting onion rings and barbecue sauce on yeah, burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That is my go-to. That was a whole new rodeo. Being a, I had to do this the other day, being a vegetarian, a lot of times uh, ordering a veggie burger to a place is fucking Russian roulette, basically. And uh, my new thing is whenever I order one and they suck shit, I just get... I'll be like, can I get a cup of barbecue? And I'll just eat like, basically, I'm just drinking a barbecue breaded <laughs> sandwich to get down whatever whatever they decided to put together and whatever call a burger. Bean and beet yeah, bean and rice and celery. And you're like, all right, come on. We know we're making these right now, you know? Um, you still eat meat? Yeah. You love it. Yeah. You can't be your dad's son without it. He's, he's yeah. wolfing him down for you. I mean, yeah, I just, I, I uh, obviously, I have nothing... That's like a real like mid two thousands comedy thing, which mm-hmm. is like fucking vegetarians. Yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa. But like, they yeah, hate I, it. I have nothing against vegetarians. Yeah, no. yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I. It's such a weird thing when anybody picks their villain when it's something like that. You know, like it's yeah, one thing that when you pick your villain and it's like literally people doing harm, but it's like you know what the problem is? We're not spanking our kids. And you're like, come yeah. on, get well, out like, of the here. The funniest thing now is when like in 2019, people still make like hipster jokes. Cause oh, like hipster oh. was the punchline for mm-hmm. every joke. We talked about like, that 10 years ago. Run. We talked about that on the show. When, I don't even know what the fuck a hipster is. When yeah. people, when people like you see comics from other cities come to New York and they make a Williamsburg joke and it's like, buddy, that was so long ago <laughs> yeah. when Williamsburg was the thing. Uh, goddamn. Okay. Well, hey, Andrew, fantastic guest on the show. Uh, the listeners, now the NFers, they love you, except for that one guy who doesn't listen to the guest episodes. He's out. But, uh, tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just go to at Andrew underscore Durso. I'm on, on there. I'm, I'm doing bits about very funny, great tweeters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, do you got a website or anything like that so they can find your dates or no? Just on your Twitter, you Why don't you just go to at Andrew underscore <laughs> and yeah, I got some fun stuff there. Fantastic. Goddamn. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank You're, you so much for having me. It was you, really fun. We actually met, or we were at this bar, at a barbecue out here right out back one time, and I was talking, and I was like, hey, this guy, he's going to be a great guest on this show. Yeah. Uh, Reem, where can listeners find you, dude? Reemcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. You got it. God find damn. me there. Also, uh, House of Bricks Comedy, second Friday of every month yeah. at Precious Metal. You just had one, didn't you? Yes, we did. Fantastic, huh? Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Uh, and listeners, of course, you can find me at Patter Casey. That's at P A T R I S K H A S T I E, PatterCasey.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, in about a week or so, I'll be all over Wisconsin. Uh, so uh, go to Patter Casey, look at those. Uh, if you're in, if you live in Wisconsin, come see me. Uh, get on the Patreon, buy a shirt. We still got that Taz shirt up for a minute. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.